In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. From the blessed 23rd Psalm. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. Why do we want to hear and look at these profound words of the psalmist today? What do they have to do with the scriptures that we've heard in Matins and Mass today? And I tell you that they have absolutely everything to do with what our Lord Jesus Christ is trying to draw us into. The knowledge of Himself and the grace and the peace that comes from knowing our God as our provider. And to truly place the trust of our lives into His most capable hands. And if we don't get this revelation of God as being our provider, as absolutely being provision for our lives, we will not get what our Lord Jesus Christ teaches us in the Holy Gospel of St. Matthew in chapter 6 today. So let's look clearly at these words you just heard from Psalm 23. It starts, The Lord is my shepherd. And in every translation you'll see the word Lord is in all capital letters. And there's a reason for that. Because that word Lord in the Hebrew is a name of God. And the name of God that the psalmist gives is Yahweh. And Yahweh in the Hebrew names of God was the highest name that God gave. The most holy name for God. Think of that name like this. Some of the greatest expressions of who God is is in His name, Yahweh. It means He is the great I Am. It means that He is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. It means that He is the one who spun the entire universe into existence. This is what Yahweh means. And this Lord, Yahweh, the psalmist says, your shepherd, my shepherd, the shepherd of all his people, all those who will remain in his flock. And remember what the role of a shepherd that this great God who created it all to offer us everything. Remember what the role of a shepherd is to protect and safeguard the life and existence of his precious sheep. And secondly, along with that. To make sure that at every moment of every day of their existence, that they have precisely everything that they need for this life. That's the role of a shepherd. And who is your shepherd? The great I Am who created everything. The Lord is my shepherd. Let this revelation of God, His greatness, sink into you because He is your provider and he is your provision and it says he makes me lie down in green pastures he leads me beside still waters these are precisely things that the shepherd would do on a daily basis he would lead the sheep to green and pastures where they could eat to their full they could have everything that they need for that one day and then he leads them beside still waters and why still waters because the shepherd knows something about sheep they're very scared beings. They're very scared, skittish animals. Noises will frighten them and tempt them to bolt away from the flock and into danger. 
So God leads the sheep. The shepherd leads the sheep to still waters, quiet waters, where they can drink waters of life that they need for their sustenance. My friends, the one who created all things and created you and me, he knows precisely what we need. He knows precisely how much we need. And he knows precisely when we need those things every blessed day of our lives. The very nature of God. I want you to get this. He doesn't just make provision. The very nature of God, the nature of our Father in heaven, the nature of our shepherd is provision. Complete provision for his people. I want to mention something to you this morning that I wasn't planning on bringing up last Tuesday night in our Exodus class. But it's something that, that fit there and it's something that I've reflected on ever since and it's been a, such a blessing to me and it fits perfectly into seeing God as our provision, as our provider. And I share this and understand how precious you are to God and how much His heart is to provide for you every day of your life. We have to go back to the very beginning of all things to see this. In the beginning, there was nothing. God created He threw the universe all together. Think of the vastness that we know of the universe. And He casts it into perfect existence to operate in a perfect order. The stars, everything in the universe. And he throws the worlds into existence. And in this particular solar system, he creates this planet, Earth. And upon this Earth, he creates a blessed and perfect order. Night and day, sun and moon. Vegetation, the waters of the land, the firmament of the skies, the animals upon the land, the sea creatures. He creates it all. And then once the whole universe and this world in perfect order has been created, what does he do? Only then does he create man. Because only then has the entire universe and this world been prepared to create an atmosphere in which God can provide everything we would ever need in and from himself to us in that environment. You were created as the pinnacle of all creation. In an order in which that God established for one reason and one reason only. To share it all with you. To share all that he is. To share all that he created with you. This is the loving heart of God. For that which he created. You have to think about this when you look at that reality. And this is what I've been thinking about. When I consider that the, the, the expanse of that reality, what God has done for us, and how much He loves us, ask yourself this question. How precious are you to God? How incredibly precious. How good is this shepherd, not only provision, but making sure that you have everything you and this is his utmost concern for you to offer all that he is and all of his order and all that he has created so that you have everything for life and existence and growth in God-likeness. Your God is provision. Jesus says in the Gospels, 
piggybacking on Psalm 23. He says, the good shepherd, I am you. I am that good shepherd. And I want you to keep in mind everything that you have just heard about God being provision, His nature being provision, and how precious you are to Him. Because now you're going to hear the words of Yahweh, Jesus Christ. And He says this to you in the Gospel of St. Matthew in chapter 6, even today and to me. He says, therefore, I say to you, do not worry about your life. What you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And once again, we see this truth that humanity is valued by God above all of his creation. Look at the birds of the air. They're not toiling around. They're not working. They're just living. They're existing. And your heavenly Father is providing everything they need. How much more valuable are you than the birds of the air that he created for you? Then he goes on to say, so why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Now if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Again, he's exalting his precious humanity above the flowers that he created. Are you not much more valuable? How much more will for you as I provide such beauty for them. This is the heart of God. This is who He is. And everything that I'm saying to you this morning, I so totally believe is truth, but you have to understand something about the one who's speaking to you right now. And I've testified of this and confessed of this before. You're looking at someone that much of his adult life was in constant turmoil and anxiousness over finances and provisions. This was an Achilles heel in my spirituality for much of my days. God provided for me every day of my life. It was just a weakness in my faith. And I tell you a testimony today that I've spoken before, but I say it because it's appropriate. And I pray that what God helped me with again helps you and grows your faith. There was a point where we hit kind of a rock bottom financially, and I was really gripped with a lot of fear. I did not know how we were going to pay for so many things that we had coming up. I did not see any way that provisions could be made no matter what I was doing, and I was trying to be as faithful as I could. But the bottom line is I was knotted up in fear and anxiousness and worry about provision. And perfectly timed, right about that time, it was time for me to go on an annual four-day silent prayer retreat that I would go on. I've done it for a couple of years. This is my third time going. And it was set in a beautiful plantation that had been renovated as a retreat house right along the Mississippi River. And if I could describe this to you, you talk about rows and rows for half a mile to a mile of hundred plus year old oak trees, Spanish moss filling them. And all around so many of the oak trees were these absolutely beautiful flowers that had grown around them. It was, it was the most heavenly beautiful environment, very peaceful. Well, I decided wisely, as it would turn out, as much as I'm struggling with fear over provision and finances, why don't I do what the blessed Lord said to do? And so I did. 
I sat down in a chair for hours and I watched the birds. That's all I did. And I watched them. Some had nests. Some were just flying around. Some were flying around playing with each other. Some were flying around gathering things to bring back to the nest. But one of the things that I noticed for two hours is I never saw any worry. They were existing. They were living. They were enjoying and then I considered exactly what Christ says. If I provide like this for them, why are you worried about your life? How much more will I provide for you if you will follow me? You see, his provision is not handouts. His provision is when we join him. You know, sheep follow a shepherd. They don't sit around and do nothing. But his words to me were, why do you worry about your life? You keep doing what I put before you. And don't worry about my provision, it'll come. So the next thing I did for multiple hours that afternoon is I started going to those flowers around those trees to consider the lilies. And I tell you from a distance that those beautiful flowers, they're, they're gorgeous. But their beauty cannot even come close to until you get close to them. And I went up and I started looking not only at the individual flowers, but their individual petals. And on the individual petals, what I noticed was every blessed one of them was uniquely different. Every different petal of every flower, hand painted by the artistry of God for the beauty of the earth and for our enjoyment of it. And I'm seeing this majesty of God in the flowers. And I stay there for a while. And you know, one of the things, again, that I noticed is they were doing literally nothing. <laughs> the birds were doing nothing. There was definitely no anxiety in the flowers, right? And I see this. And I start getting the comfort of God because, again, he said, if I clothe these like this, and you are the pinnacle of my creation, do you not think that I'll provide money for everything you need for clothing and everything else? That's how precious you are to me. You see, what the Lord was showing me is, rather than keeping my focus and worrying about what was in front of me that needed to be done and all of those needs that were bringing fear and anxiousness into my life, instead turn my attention to the one that should be the object of my affection and adoration. Turn my attention to the Lord my God. Turn my attention to Yahweh who is my shepherd. And his peace will reside right in my soul. Despite any chaos and turmoil, no matter what is going on around my life, my friends, I plead with you the same words I know we've heard a number of times in these last three or four months. But I plead with you this truth. To grasp it, to walk in it. That the experience of our whole being, our body, our soul, and our mind. The experience we have in this life at any given moment will be completely dictated to where we set the gaze of our soul. If we set the gaze of our soul on the things out there that we don't know how things are going to take place, the things that cause us fear and anxiousness, then we will reap where we've cast the eyes of our soul. We will see anxiousness grow within us. We will see disquietude grow. We will see the peace of God diminish in our lives. And we will see 
that anxiousness and turbulence of our spirit grow like crazy, like weeds in our life and our soul. But if we'll keep our whole being set upon Yahweh, who is our provider, who is our shepherd, then you will know how precious you are. And if you will follow him each day, he will lead you to the green pasture, provision for all that you need, and you will want for nothing any day of your life. And our Lord Jesus Christ even concludes that teaching with those very words when he says this. Rather than worrying about your life, he says, seek first with all that you are, passionately pursued. Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And all these things that He sees that you need will be added unto you. And out of His love, my friends, I promise you, the faithfulness of God that I know, the daily manna will fall. And you will have it every blessed day of your life. And you will praise Him for the miraculous offering and provision that He's given you because you have offered yourself to Him and followed Him. In the name of the Father and of the Son.